if you're going to be going, there's going to be a lot of sacrifices that you have to take. You cannot live the same lifestyle. Like, let's say you like to get a smoothie or a Starbucks coffee every day. If you're going to start a business, you need to go ahead and, and think of like, okay, we're going to have to set up a little savings account. And that's the way of thinking about your business. So today I'm not doing this because I'm setting this on the side. You know, you go and watch that growth. So that's the goal. You set your goals, say your prayers, and, uh, and then work hard. Welcome to Jefferson Parish Pulse, powered by Jedco, a podcast designed to showcase the businesses, organizations, and individuals that make up the heartbeat of the Jefferson Parish economy. I'm Kelsey Scram. We continue to feature our borrowers this season. These are the small businesses that have used Jedco's loan programs to start up, grow, expand, renovate, and achieve the next level of success in Jefferson Parish and beyond. This week, we feature an interview with Rafael Carmona, the founder of NOLA Sports Center. This is an indoor soccer facility based in the city of Kenner. The business is complete with a brand new climatized indoor soccer court and event spaces for training and birthday parties. After just a few minutes of talking with Rafael, it's clear that soccer is his ultimate passion. He combined his love of the sport with his interest in business to open this indoor space in the middle of the pandemic, all while still working at his other job. This is Raphael's dream, and he won't let anything get in the way. To help Raphael achieve his vision of business ownership, Jedco stepped in with funding support. In today's interview, Raphael shares his startup story and offers his advice to other entrepreneurs hoping to open their own business ventures. He talked about the tough decisions, the challenging times, and why it has all been worth it. I really enjoyed his story, and I hope you will enjoy it too. Raphael, thank you so, so much for being on the show. We are so excited to have you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for, uh, Kelsey, for having me uh, here to uh, talk a little bit about uh, what I've got going on. Yeah, we are so excited too. So I'm just going to dive right in. Can you tell us a little bit about NOLA Sports Center? What is your business all about? This is a, a athletic training facility slash uh, indoor soccer facility. And uh, we're located at the Esplanade Mall on the second floor of the Esplanade Mall. Uh, most of the activities that we have is mo- it's a lot of uh, children activities, you know, trainings and uh, summer camps. Uh, we're just uh, about to start a child development program, so that's going to be very exciting. Uh, we have someone who's going to be overseeing the operations of that program, and that I, I highly recommend anyone that has small children to uh, to look into it because it's, it's it's very beneficial from from for kids to start on sports at, at a young age. But yeah, we have we have and we'll talk about it a little bit more. But uh, we have also options for birthday parties, uh, you know, with with uh, trainers that are fully trained to run uh, activities with with the kids. So it's not just a facility that we throw them out there and let them do whatever. We we actually uh, you know interact with them and and, and do activities, dodgeball. Uh, with the low foam ball, we have Nerf Gun Wars, um, and we have uh, soccer parties. A uh, little bit of everything. Uh, Is it full, fully soccer, mostly soccer? How does that work? We also, uh, well, it's mostly soccer. Uh, but the reason I, uh, I named it NOLA Sports Center is because we want to integrate more sports later on. Uh, so we basically started out with what is my passion, which is soccer, because I'm a trainer. So we threw a lot of high performance training. So, uh, you know, kids and adults that are want to improve their skills and their fitness, uh, we specialize in that. 
but we also have the option to rent the facility out to groups that want to do, you know, trainings privately. For example, we had a Saints player that uh, came by uh, recently with his trainer, and uh, his name is C.J. Gardner. I think I'm allowed to say that since he already came. And we have another Saints player that also uh, is going to be coming to do uh, a live air show with the military. And uh, I don't think I'm allowed to say his name yet uh, because it's a private event. Uh, but, yeah, so that's some of the things that, that we are now doing uh, at NOLA Sports Center. That is amazing. That's so cool. I love that the Saints players are finding you, too, that there's just this, like, that there is an influx of traffic to your to your space. And we're definitely going to talk about the fact that you opened in the middle of the pandemic and how that impacted everything. But before we get there, I want to talk a little bit about sort of the, the idea behind this business. What what made you want to open this type of business? Um, how did you sort of get that spark? So it all began during a uh, thesis that I had in college. I was, I was a business major, small entrepreneurship. And uh, I was, you know, soccer has always been my passion. So, you know, I read a lot of books that talked about, hey, if you want to do something, you, you, you go with what you love, what you have a passion for. So to me, it doesn't even feel like work. I enjoy doing it. I enjoyed promoting the sport of soccer. I think that uh, that in America, being such a huge sports country, I feel like we are underdeveloped in soccer. And uh, that's one of the things that I wanted to do. I wanted to focus on having a, a state-of-the-art facility and get more kids excited about coming and, 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 and playing this sport at a young age. Um, you know, and I also you know, noticed there was a need. I mean, uh, the kids nowadays are so hooked on their electronic devices that, you know, I figure, you know, what not get them out of the house. And, and this style of soccer is played in so many countries that are so good in soccer, especially in Europe and South America. This is a, a different concept of soccer. This is called 5v5. They, they call it five-a-side soccer or street soccer. So it's highly, highly, um, you know, uh, fun and energy, uh, high energy, a lot of goals, a lot of soccer, uh, you know, passes and touches. So, it's, uh, it's, really, uh, it's, it's really fun. For those that are playing uh, already soccer, it's like a training mechanism for outdoor play. Very cool. So you went to business school. So you, did you always know that you wanted to, to be an entrepreneur, to have your own business? Was this just something that was always sort of embedded in you? Yes, yes. So I guess I was always kind of a uh, leader. You know, all the teams that since a young age I've been participating in sports. So I always wanted to take the lead on things. You know, I was being the captain, always been a coach, a volunteer, and you know, in the community a lot. You know, volunteer for uh, a lot of the playgrounds. You know, as far as coaching, and yes, I always uh, wanted to uh, to be a business owner, and uh, it it just makes sense. You know what? You know, find something that you have a that you love, and you're gonna be the best at it. You know, you're gonna give it all your best because it's what you enjoy. So that, that's that's. That's something that I that I recommend those that are that have a passion for and might be a little bit nervous about you know starting a business. I, I think that uh, you know it, it, it's just when you do it, your 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 passion, everything is gonna fall in place. I, I think it's so important that you mention passion. That's one of the things I've been doing this podcast for a couple of years now, and I interview a lot of startup companies, startup company owners. Um, small business owners, and they all say the same thing, which is that 
they are so passionate about the work that they do. And that really shines through in just in the conversation that you're having with me. I can absolutely tell that this is something that you love, which is amazing. I think everybody should be able to go to work and do something they love to do. So that's awesome. Absolutely. Now you're going to, yeah, if you love it, you're going to try to do the best at it. So, you know, what were you doing before you opened NOLA Sports Center? I know you mentioned that you were also a trainer. You, so you've done a lot of different things. What was the, what yes. was the path to get so to where we, you are? Uh, the way that it all uh, worked out for me, so I've been working uh, in the refineries and the plants uh, for quite a while. So in, my mission was always to save enough capital, you know, start, I always had that in my mind that, all right, so in order to have all the dots, I have to make sure that I save enough money, that I uh, have an excellent credit, uh, that I, you know, that I start creating relationships. And most of all, that throughout this time, you always have to have this, and you know, you got to have this thing in your mind where you put in a little bit uh, sometime during the day to what's next, you know, like about that goal. So you got to, you know, it can't, it can't be something you just put on the side. All right, I'll try next week. Every day you have to constantly think about it, research, take classes. I mean, I took huge because I wanted to be as much as prepared because it ain't easy. You know, if not, everybody will be doing it. Um, it's what I always say. So prepare yourself, um, take a lot of training courses. And, and, and some of the courses that I took uh, with the small business development uh, organization, uh, to, you know, I had someone that was assigned to me. It was a great, great thing for me because I learned so much uh, as I was doing all my research, as I was putting my business plan together and, you know, just about, uh, you know, anything I could get my hands off about being a business owner, I took it. How long did it take you to get to get there when you sort of had the spark and the idea and you said, okay, now I'm going to, I want to open a business. I want to, I want to do this. You know, how, how long did that take? That uh, took several years. Uh, you know, it first starts with a with a fresh idea, and you kind of mention it to people. Then some people might not think so serious of it. Oh yeah, that's great. But you know, you just kind of have to be the one. You know, you you're the one that knows and envision it. And you know, over the years, you just you know, the more work you put in it, it's like anything. You know, you, the more the harder the work you put in. Then you start seeing um, the, the the you know the benefits of it, and you know it was it was really challenging because uh, I don't think many people open their business during the middle of a pandemic. So that's what happened with me. I uh, I opened right in the middle of the pandemic. Didn't think this whole thing was going to shut down the whole entire world. World shut down, and that was a very scary moment. But you know I'm I'm, I'm still managing to uh, to stay alive, and I think things are moving in the right direction. Uh, we're continuously to push hard and, you know, and just, just putting the work uh, and, and it's paying off. That's amazing. I, I think that's so great. And I, I really love that you were, you worked at the refineries. And so this was something that was sort of something that you had envisioned for the future. And you were probably working and learning and growing and doing all of this at the same time, which, which is, I, is I, hard. Yeah, it, it is, which I'm still are. So, and I'm still working in the refineries just because I want to see it. Um, you know, I, I know that, you know, I, I work 16 hours a day. I come in the plants five, six in the morning and then go to the business. I, you know, as a business owner, you just, it's your responsibility. So you wear all the hats. Um, you don't have time off. Like you're from home. I mean, I enjoy my kids. My kids love soccer. So 
they yeah are with me if if I'm have like a youth summer league that I'm just uh, starting right now the indoor uh, youth summer league they're gonna be in one of the teams there so I spent a lot of time uh, with them uh, that was one of the things that kind of scared me a little bit about uh, you know starting the business that I thought I was gonna be away a lot from from my kids but it's about putting the team together they can also uh, you know they can also have your back so I, uh, I did that with my team I'm not I don't want to take credit that it was all on me, but my family also helped me out a lot. And uh, I think we, you know, we worked as a team. As long as you, you delegate a lot of the work, don't, don't do it all yourself um, and, and hire the right people, you know, do your research and spend the time on quality staff. When you told your family, when you told, when you were like, I'm going to open this business, this is happening. What was, what was sort of the response to that? Was it excitement? Was it nerves? How did everybody feel? <laughs> uh, I mean, I think we were all nervous uh, about the whole entire team, but you know, when, when we did it, it was, we, we figured, you know what, we're going to try it and give it all. Let's see what happens. It's about taking the risk, educated risk. Uh, everyone was nervous and, you know, we, we thought, all right, so what's going to happen? You know, is this going to last a few years? And maybe always staying positive, though. We did uh, keep in mind that I had a, you know, uh, I had a vision. Uh, I also looked at other places that were doing the same thing. So it wasn't, you know, and I put, I put my concept out of a lot of stuff that was working already in other places of the country or other parts of the country and in other uh, foreign countries too, because I travel a lot uh, through Europe, Spain and England, all these soccer countries, Germany. And I kind of just picked up on ideas everywhere I went. I went to visit a uh, friend that has his own athletic training facility in North Carolina. I went to Houston. So it's kind of like, there's a lot of preparedness that you have to really go out and, and put it all together. So, cause you, you can't possibly know it all. So why not learn from those that are already successful doing it you know that's a brilliant way to develop a business plan too because you know that there is work that has already been done out there um in the world and trying to learn from from people who are doing the same thing is is great um and then making it your own too are, are there a, a lot of other organizations like yours in the greater new orleans area or is this kind of one of a kind there are uh maybe one more but we have a lot of differences in, in the ways we, in the services that we offer. Sure. Uh, there's a similarities, in, 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 but, but not entirely, not entirely, especially okay. with a small-sided play, because this is totally new. There's nothing ever been done here uh, with the five-a-side, what they call it, because this is smaller than, uh, than a regular indoor. You know, you think of an indoor soccer and you think of all these other names. I'm not going to mention them, but you're thinking of a huge facility, you know, with turf and, 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 you know, this is smaller. This is uh, a lot smaller. It's 5v5. So what it is, it helps the kids play in, 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 in smaller area, even adults, where, you know, you think, oh, you're not going to run that much. You you run, uh, I, I, and I did it myself. I have an iWatch. You run a lot more because you're constantly getting the ball so much. So your mind, you have no choice but to learn how to pass quicker, how to shoot quicker, how to get open, how to, you know, uh, how to do everything in, in a faster, you know, instead of in a bigger space where you have all this time in the world, sometimes you might not even get the ball that much. In this type of play, everyone gets the ball. Everyone is constantly a defense, 
a forward a midfielder. So, you know, that's how it is. I d- do not play uh, soccer. Uh, <laughs> I, I was more of a like a non-contact sport kind of person because I'm so clumsy. <laughs> My <laughs> husband played soccer growing up and oh, I'm okay. sure he really interested in hearing all about this which is so great Mm -hmm. but obviously as you mentioned this is a passion of yours you play soccer I'm assuming did you have you played soccer all of your life Uh, yes yeah actually uh, started playing uh, at a young age uh, in Venezuela and we played something that was similar to what I have now it's called futsal so this is similar to futsal it's a different type of soccer it's smaller you know five players on, on each side of you know of the teams and uh, uh, growing up in Venezuela, which was always a, it's a big uh, baseball country, but soccer is something that you also, you know, especially on the street, it's called street soccer, futsal. Uh, grew up playing, came here to the U.S. when I was about 12, 13 years old. Uh, I was, you know, still loving the game. So I, I you know, got myself to uh, play uh, at the local playgrounds and the school, high schools and uh, competitive adult soccer. I also had some scholarships that were offered to me that I was not able to attend and it was out of state. Um, but uh, yeah, it's always been something that, uh, and I still do actually, I still, uh, I'm still actively playing uh, competitive soccer. So <laughs> at my age, so and, uh, I'm 39 years old. So if I can do it, I'm telling you anybody can. So, um, and that, that's another uh, thing that, that I want to also let you guys know uh, I'm going to be offering an adult soccer fitness class. What? So those they enjoy uh, the game and just don't like to go do a uh, boot camp or, or any type of fitness, Zumba or none of that. They, if they want to do soccer and it's a fun way of losing weight, uh, we're going to be doing that over the summer. So it's going to be a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of different, you know, soccer activities like uh, drills abs we work on legs and then we'll integrate uh, some soccer playing also we'll be sure to share information about that summer fitness class um, and anything else that you'd like us to share we'll have Perfect. all of that on on our website and also in the show notes of uh the podcast so that's great that's great we're happy to spread that message and that's really cool i'll have to let my husband know we just actually moved over um the Metairie area. We're pretty close to the Esplanade Mall, so <laughs> maybe nice. he'll go take a class or two. <laughs> oh, you might have to just stop by, and uh, and I'm also uh, working together, not just people that love soccer, but I'm also uh, talking to a few trainers, and we're going to be offering different classes too because the facility is not being used during the day. So we're coming up with some creative ideas to do some other type of classes. Uh, for, for you know personal training so just uh yeah I'll, I'll i'll share all that information as soon as we have together a schedule of everything and uh you know you guys are welcome to stop by uh if you heard it here uh you know give us a call you you'll get the first session for free because oh, i know they're gonna like that so if you come try it out for free you'll decide for yourself <laughs> that's fantastic let's talk about your loan with jedco how did you hear about us I actually um, heard it from the from my uh, the advisor that uh, was assigned to me with the small uh, business development uh, in the local area. She had uh, a very good relationship uh, and worked with loans with Jetco in the past, so she recommended that you know maybe I should try. You know, there was several options, 
And this one caught my attention. And it was, you know, it's going to be a business. It was going to be in Jefferson Parish. I thought that this was the perfect place because of the community. Uh, the, you know, it's a huge, uh, the, believe it or not, there's a, there's a big community, soccer community out there. Not only the Hispanics, but also uh, there's multiple, multiple clubs that have over maybe six, seven hundred, over a thousand possibly uh, kids that are actively playing uh, in the club level. And not to mention the play, uh, playgrounds and the high schools, uh, you know, so it may be even more. But um, I mean, that's just some, some some numbers that I can think of uh, by talking to some of those uh, guys in the academies. And uh, so, yes, you recommended uh, Jacko, and uh, I started doing all, all that I could to put everything together uh, as a shoe. Like I said, uh, I'm all about preparing really well before I, you know, execute anything. I highly recommend to get someone that has, that can help uh, with the small business uh, development. Uh, those advisors are great. And, uh, and then working with Jacko was, uh, was great. That was experience and everything was, you know, was flowing well, great folks to do, uh, you know, that, that can help you out. Uh, it's definitely a lot different than going straight with the bank. I would say that, you know, it's, it's a lot different in a, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things that we always really want to highlight when I talk with business owners who have used our loans and used our loan programs is just, you know, if you can go to a bank, a traditional financing, then you probably wouldn't come to Jedco because our financing is a little bit non-traditional. It's gap financing and it, it's, it, it's really great for small business owners, entrepreneurs and startup companies. Um, and a lot of times business owners will say like, we probably couldn't have done this if we didn't have that Jedco loan to, to get us, get us through. So, um, we're always really proud of being able to do that work and, and support our businesses in that way. Um, creating businesses like yours, bringing them to, bringing them to the community and, and getting you set up. It's, it's really, um, rewarding for us. And, you know, obviously helps the economy too, which is what we at Jedco here are all about. Oh. So um, can you tell us a little bit about what the loan was used for? Was it to sort of retrofit or to, to lease the space or buy the space? How did it, how did you use that? Uh, so some of the, the, you know, the funding that was used, uh, obviously you have to have uh, uh, some sort of a percentage of your own capital, uh, but it helped me uh, as far as getting all the equipment for the, you know, for the space, uh, this, um, loan was used to, to, towards the folks that came from California to install the court system. So it's a highly advanced court system. So you know the walls, the turf, all everything was top of the line. So they came in and set up everything. So that fun, the most of it was used towards that, and then the rest was used towards all the equipment that we have on there. Also as a, a 30% of it was kept for a, uh, as a savings backup plan. Uh, since the first three months, you kind of have to, you know, you don't have any clientele, so you have to build up to it. So uh, it helped with that also. And uh, like I said, I, I don't think I could have done it, especially during this pandemic, if it wasn't for Jetco. Uh, it it would have been extremely challenging because uh, I know that banks work a different way when they, you know, as far as the payments go. So Jetco was very flexible and, and and, and, and really, uh, you know, made my, my dream come true, you know, and I, I'm really appreciative and I recommend it to anyone uh, that is looking to start a small business or expand their business. 
uh, highly recommend uh, Jetco. And I always talk good about it. You know, I tell folks, uh, this is probably where you need to go. Well, we appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so you are based in the Esplanade Mall inside, which is great because it's hot down here. <laughs> We've got all kinds of weather. Um, can you talk about what you like about doing business um, in the city of Kenner and, and what it's been like for you? I uh, strategically chose Kenner because there's a dense population of the Hispanics community. And uh, I know that uh, even if I didn't do any other, if the other activities I was going to have were not successful, I was going to survive some kind of way with the uh, Hispanics, so which they are. So mo they come in uh, most of uh, after all my activities are done. So after we're done with athletic trainings, uh, we you know we have the folks come in and rent the space for the rest of the night. And uh, you know it's been great because uh, even though I'm I'm still new, people are starting to talk about it. So you know you hear uh, the word on the street. You know, for example, I was at Coconut Beach uh, volleyball complex and. You know, there was some folks coming up to us. Oh, you guys are with uh, Nola Sports Center. So that's that's always a good thing. You know, it's like, wow. So people are starting to notice who we are. Uh, obviously, we do a lot of, of um, social media posting. Uh, we do a lot of live uh, videos, a lot of, uh, so that's been, we've concentrated a lot because I know with modern technology, people are always on their phones because they, the phone is, you use it for everything, email it. Uh, to talk, text, communicate, you know, it's like a all-in-one. So, uh, yeah, so uh, I think Kenner has worked well, and we also not only want to stay in Kenner, but we want to expand to other locations in Jefferson Parish. Uh, you know, uh, we're thinking Metairie and maybe also the West Bank uh, eventually. So if, uh, you know, if everything goes well, luckily we'll, we'll you know, we'll get to that point. That's fantastic. Well, we're here for you when that time comes, of course. Um, but let's talk about your first opening. You opened, you mentioned this earlier, you opened in the middle of the pandemic. Um, can you talk about what that was like? How, how, how did that come to be? And, and what were those first couple of months like for you guys? And then we'll, of course, talk about how business is picking up and things are getting better. But let's talk about, you know, with when you open a business, there are always challenges, but I imagine that few business owners that were opening in those month, those early months and like over the summer last year had any anticipation that there would be a global pandemic to add to the mix. So let's talk about that. Yes. Yeah, so while yeah, well, when, you know, when we were almost ready to open up and this whole thing came, obviously we're a contact sport and, uh, you know, you need to have a lot of folks come in in person. So, uh, we, you know, we had to be shut down just like everybody else. And then slowly we had to kind of improvise what the uh, services that we were providing. And so we had to, you know, think about, okay, so we can't have a bunch of people come in and play. So what can we do? So we, we started doing uh, maybe uh, there's a game that you can do uh, where each person can play in blocks in the, in the field. So they're not interacting so close where we did that. And, um, we were doing small group trainings, which you don't have, like, you know, it's not, it, we knew it wasn't going to be chronic because we were just, you know, specifically training individual or uh, small group training. So there wasn't a lot of interactions. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was extremely challenging. I guess, you know, it was already hard enough as it is to open up a business. And with the pandemic, it was nervous wracking. Like, uh, 
didn't know if it was, you know, we were going to make it or not. And uh, luckily, we were, you know, we were still able to hang in there, going in the right direction. But, but yeah, it was definitely a, a challenge. So, uh, uh, like I said, hard work. You know, that's what's, if you think, if you have a good idea, you have to really go after it and don't give up. You know, there's yeah. going to be times like this one where we, I could have just thrown down the towel and be like, this is not going to work out. And we just, you know, stuck with the idea, stay positive, give it everything so that, you know, if at least we could say, hey, we tried it all. We yeah. tried all this, you know, so. And, you know, now we're emerging from the pandemic. People are getting vaccinated, which is amazing. Um, we're, you know, there's that we're just seeing positive growth in the right direction after many months of, you know, really, really challenging time and, you know, just unprecedented challenges. Um, I know you had your grand opening recently, uh, months after you actually opened, you had your grand opening celebration, which is fantastic. Um, How has business been doing now that things are starting to open up a little bit? So now uh, I feel like people are more confident in coming by and stopping by to check out the place. As before, they were kind of like, oh, I don't know if we could do that, you know, with the current, you know, with the restrictions that were put out there. Um, not a lot of people were up to uh, want to be with other people in there. Uh, but, you know, slowly with uh, the vaccination in place and the restrictions being a little bit, uh, you know, lighter, uh, you, you definitely, you know, we definitely see, saw a lot more groups getting together and wanting to get back into soccer because there was a lot of families that, that just, they hadn't gotten together with, the, you know, with the rest of the family or even with friends. So this was an opportunity for them to come together. It was a new place. We had, you know, the place is extremely clean. Uh, we, we keep up with all the COVID, uh, you know, 19 procedures. We had that in place. So, you know, it's safe. You have a big parking area right outside. Uh, and it's indoor. You know what? You got to love it. You know, there's no bugs, no mud, no rain. Uh, none of that's going to get in the way. Uh, also, the birthday parties, the birthday parties, uh, there was kids that missed out on their birthdays last year because of the COVID-19, and uh, they were able to uh, come in and do their birthday celebrations in an indoor place, and uh, turned out great. Everyone that has come has enjoyed it, had a great time. Of course, you're going to like to see that your kids are having a, a great time. So the place is enclosed, and we work with the kids inside of the field, and so it's all gated, so parents are able to just enjoy talking to the other party guests. So it's uh, it's great, you know, and we enjoy uh, doing all this activity with the kids, you know, it's what we like. So um, it's, it's definitely picked up a lot more when, you know, once they lifted uh, all the restrictions and, you know, it's still a, a lot of room for growth, uh, feel like, you know, but uh, like I said, we're the bright, uh, the future's looking bright. So thankfully we'll uh, be where we need to be. That is so great. And I love that there are so many different ways that you can engage with your business. So you've got the kids and the birthday parties and there's, uh, you know, the fitness side, there's things for adults. It's just, that's fantastic that there are so many different options that are available to really ensure that anyone who wants to come enjoy the space can. Yes. Yes. So let's talk about the favorite, uh, you know, we've talked about the challenges of the pandemic. So let's talk about some of the, the good things. What is your favorite part about the work that you do? Why is it so near and dear to your heart? I think the whole, my whole thing about it and behind everything is uh, 
just having people being involved in sports in, in a healthy manner. You know, like I enjoy watching them play soccer. I, I sit there and watch the games. Uh, I know I'm doing something good for the community. I know that I'm watching these kids go out there and enjoy it instead of being home, playing on their iPads. That's satisfying. Um, you know, and just also teaching them uh, the skill of two, you know, all the things that we learned in soccer through the years, through the many good coaches that we had. I feel like I can't just keep that to myself. I want to share this with everyone that I can, you know, and uh, uh, all these things just like, you know, it's just like, uh, I, I, to me, it doesn't even feel like a business. It's like I'm, I'm doing something that is totally good. People are being healthy. They're exercising. They're staying active. I've always been a fitness, everything about fitness. So uh, I try to coach and, and, and I emphasize on, on, on eating right, uh, exercise, and that's always my thing. And also uh, I'm doing a lot of uh, different activities uh, currently with, with community events. So that also just is like the icing on the cake. So recently we worked with the Casa organization and we had some activities with the kids from the Casa organization. And we are at the moment also collecting, and this could be anyone that wants to come by and drop off if your kids are growing out of their tennis shoes, soccer cleats, baseball cleats, jerseys, uh, and, you know, these items are still in good condition. We have a drop, drop-off uh, box right in front of our facility, so you don't have to go in. And, and if, if you have, you know, a few items that you want to come drop off, uh, we'll have a box, and you'll see it. It'll say drop-offs here. Uh, and what we're going to do is uh, we're going to collect all these items and bring them to those children uh, that are in need, you know, the, the most, uh, you know, with no resource uh, that may not have the same opportunities as other kids. So, and a lot, one of these uh, trips uh, is going to be to Venezuela. Uh, Venezuela is, uh, you know, there's several places in Latin America, but I think our first stop is going to be in Venezuela, which is where I'm from. Uh, and we're going to be sending, you know, bringing these items to give them to the kids so they can have an opportunity also to play the sport, um, you know, clothing, you know, uh, all these things. And, and, and there's a, the, you'd be surprised there's a huge need in, in, uh, in this uh, Latin American countries. There's, there's a lot of poverty, extreme poverty. So uh, that's, you know, one of our missions also is just to give back. There's also going to be some activities. Uh, we're going to put together with kids with autism. So it's going to be like a like a league so they can feel like they're part of something. That is going to probably take off uh, in the next month or so. we got to get everything together. Uh, that's probably going to be like a league. Like like they're going to meet like maybe once or once a month or so. And they're going to, you know, enjoy. Maybe we're going to have some trainers and some of our partners, uh, academies, come by and also help us out with that. That is wonderful. I, I think it's so fantastic that you've got the fitness aspect where you're trying to make sure that people are healthy, that they're getting out and enjoying uh, playing soccer and getting, you know, eating healthy, that kind of thing. But then also the, the piece where you are giving back to the community, giving back to the country where you are from, that is just incredible. I am so excited about all of this and really thrilled that we get to share this on our podcast. And again, we will share those links and we'll we'll try to spread the message as much as we can because it is just incredibly oh, valuable. Um, I know we are bumping up on time here. So I just have okay. one more question for you. What business advice would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs? One of the advices that uh, that I will give is, you know, if you're interested in and you have an idea, 
don't give up on that idea. If it's something that you love, read as many books for business. Uh, you know, there's there's a there's a few books out there uh, that are um, amazing. Uh, this this one uh, there's one called Think and Grow Rich. Super good. Read it more than once. Um, rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's awesome because uh, they envision things about business that uh, change your mentality about uh, things. You know, and always. If you're going to be going, there's going to be a lot of sacrifices that you have to take. You cannot live the same lifestyle. Like, let's say you like to get a smoothie or a Starbucks coffee every day. If you're going to start a business, you need to go in and, and think of like, okay, we're going to have to set up a little savings account. And that's the way of thinking about your business. So today I'm not doing this because I'm saying this on the side. You know, you go and watch that growth. So that's the goal. You set your goals, say your prayers, and, uh, and then work hard. Um, everything else will fall in place. Prepare yourself as much as possible. And if you ever need some advice, come into NOLA Sports Center and we can talk some more. We can talk. Uh, soccer, we can talk. <laughs> Give yeah. uh, entrepreneur advice. You do it all. <laughs> uh, I'll do it all. I'll do it. It's, it's always I'm helping somebody that, that, uh, you know, that, make, that makes me happy. So That's fantastic. Well, is there anything you'd like to share that I didn't ask? I always like to ask this at the end just to make sure I haven't missed anything. Uh, no, I think uh, if uh, if everyone that's hearing this can uh, share the word, you know, and, and let all of your friends know about this new place, that we all, that would be awesome, you know, just to get everyone uh, to know my place and to, uh, to help me uh, just – just you know, let everybody know. Let everybody know that we got this. If you got kids, we got summer camps. If you got adults that want to get in shape and lose weight, we got that also. So just uh, go check us out on our website, nolasportscenter.com. We are also on Instagram, and we do a lot of uh, announcements on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We also have a YouTube channel. Um, so if you want to look at the facility looks like, what the trainings that we do look like, uh, our, our trainings for soccer players, uh, it's uh, something that's never been seen before. It's like, uh, it's like we, we, we have this quote, train like a pro. So our trainings are uh, stupendous. Like they're, you're not going to see anything on a, on a regular team because they just don't have the time and there's so many kids. We focus on the individual work. So if you want to come check us out, your kid loves soccer and wants to improve, wants to put the hard work. Like I said, it's all about putting the hard work and then you'll see the success. We, we do amazing job at, uh, at doing the trainings. They're, they're going to feel like they're in a, in a professional team coach doing this. <laughs> that is tremendous. And I think that's a perfect place to stop. Now we know where to find you. Um, and we'll again, share all of this information on our website. And yeah, Excellent. I just am so appreciative of your time and I'm so excited to share your story. It is an incredible yeah. one. So thank you for thank being you, on the uh, show. Thank you, Kelsey. And, uh, you know, we'll hope to uh, talk to you soon. And, uh, you know, thank you for this opportunity. Of course. A special thanks to Raphael for taking time out of his incredibly busy schedule to be on the show. If you're interested in learning more about NOLA Sports Center to book a party, help support the company's charitable efforts, or see what else the business is offering, click on the link to their website in our show notes. If this is your first time tuning into the show, there are plenty more episodes where this one came from. Our episodes are released on Thursdays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you stream your favorite shows. 
If you like our podcast, please feel free to leave us a rating or a review. Those reviews help others find our show and listen in. We share links to all of our episodes on our social media platforms. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Jedco underscore news and on Facebook at Jefferson Parish Economic Development. You can also visit our website at jedco.org and you can find us on LinkedIn. If you have feedback about the show or if you'd like to recommend a guest, please email me at casegram at jedco.org. I always love to hear from you. As always, thank you so much for listening. See you back here soon.